or Dustin Johnson, you're good. You're top five golfer, but you can never finish. Yeah, fiberglass. <laughs> well, it's like Russian Cup back in the day when they're at OGA and they would have the tee off times, not shotgun start. So if you get one of those unlucky first tee times, you got 30 Russians looking at you. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. CRTV, man, right? One of those old tubes. Did you see that Seahawks player, the Seahawks rookie who tried sneaking in the chick into the facility and got cut? You stupid. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, well, there's that story of, uh, I think it was Jimmy Johnson, the Cowboys. Um, Backup quarterback or the third string quarterback. Let's get this show on the road, road, road house. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. What's cooking, Roadhouse Mafia? Welcome to the Roadhouse Podcast, the most natural and unapologetic podcast in the world. I'm your host, Roadhouse. Uh, joining me today is a commercial fisherman who slays salmon out there in Alaska, uh, excavator, business runner, owner, <laughs> Captain A-Cat Turan, captain of the fishing vessel Biracuda. Hey, Cap, what's up, dude? What's up, Roadhouse? Try to get this intro out of the way. Winnie D is supposed to be here any minute now. So if he pops in and just says, what's up, that's when, that's when you guys know. We'll know he's here. <laughs> but uh, what do you think the 49ers are going to go? Uh, I can see them going 12 and 4. 12 and 4. I, I think they got Seattle got Jamal Adams to probably stop George Kittle. Because let's be honest, George Kittle's a beast. Yeah. Best tight end in and, football. And uh, if you can make that one. Couple Jimmy, stops. How, how many balls is Jimmy G going to throw a game? Like, like 10 balls a game? Whatever it takes to win. Five, three. It's like he could hand the ball off 20 times, 50 times a game if Niners are winning. I don't care. <laughs> don't pat, you don't need no stat patter if you go into the Super Bowl. Let's be honest. It's a game, it's a game of inches. Seattle doesn't Jamal make, Adams is a stud. He's a stud. George Kittle's a stud. There you go. They cancel each other out, kind of. I mean, last year, okay. If Seattle... Because that's, that's, that, their, that's their biggest, that's the biggest rival. What's up, folks? What's up, oh, fucker? We what's up? Just did an intro, too. I was like, Winnie D, you're going to show up any minute now. <laughs> what's up? Winfield. How's it going, Hakati? Hakati? Yeah. Do you, uh, we just got the do you want to do a chambong? Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's go get a chambong real quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, we're back, bitches. We just had to go do a quick chambong. Real quick, if you guys don't know what a champong is, it's uh, the classier version of the beer bong, the funnel, whatever you want to call it. Champagne. <laughs> but uh, what do we have before we left off? Jamal, Jamal Adams. Adams. Yeah. So, like, last year, if Seattle scores that touchdown, Seattle's not, or San Francisco's not going to the Super Bowl because they don't have home field advantage. They got to play three games to get in. So if they get Jamal Adams to get that little extra to get that home field advantage— Saints, they lost a whole They're field thinking advantage. that that's their Earl Thomas. Yeah. That's he's, he's, probably, he's just as good. He's good, bro. <laughs> like, he's Jamal good. Adams. He's a ball hawk. Real good. Kittle's going to get lit the fuck. I don't, I'm not a Seahawks fan. Yeah, we know your allegiance a, with the 28-3. Yeah. and 28-3 <laughs> three. Falcons. I do think that Russell Wilson is the best fourth quarter quarterback in the league. Fourth quarter, I want Russell Wilson on my team. He's pretty good. Pretty damn good in the fourth. Yeah. But uh, doesn't make mistakes. No, no mistakes. And it was crazy. He's like six foot. 
Well, it doesn't make sense. He drops balls in buckets too. Like, Except for throwing the ball to, you know, in the Super Bowl. Should have handed it off. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> uh, you know, when they had beast mode. Yep. All right, guys. So, uh, oh, baseball. Winnie was a baseball player. Guess who's here? Oh, yeah. Win- oh, yeah. Winnie showed up, right? Right when I said any minute now, he popping in. He popped in and he I'm immediately, here. let's go, Chambong. Yeah, Chambong. So, in baseball, there's this uh, Fernando Tatis, Tatis Jr. I don't know how they say his last name, but he's on the pa- San Diego Padres. Tatis? He's uh, the league leader in home runs right now. Is he? And wow. he's, he was getting a bunch of shit. You know how baseball has all their unwritten rules? Yeah. And so this guy, I think they were winning. They were winning the game. Bottom, uh, top of the eighth. Yeah, <clears> bases loaded. 10 to, uh-huh. 10 to 3, they were up. <laughs> 10 to 3, they were up. He had a 3-0 count, and then uh-huh. he just blasted a grand slam, and then all the MLB analysts were like, boo, boo, like, you, you don't do that. What, like— they were hating on him for hitting that because it's a unsportsmanlike whatever. It's like they're up fourteen to up seven two now. Ten, ten, yeah, they're up fourteen to three now. Okay, yeah, definitely put the nail in the coffin. <laughs> yeah, just close. Sure, yeah. But what happens <laughs> if the other team comes back in the ninth miracle ninth inning? True, it's happened before. It's happened before. Why don't you just put the nail in the coffin? Get over yeah, with. Yeah, that's the dagger. A grand slam, dude. Don't throw him a pitch that he could hit. <laughs> like what are you throwing him? Yeah. So a three zero. That's that's balls, right? Yeah. Yeah. Three, oh, what three are you supposed to do? Take the walk and oh, get one run. Well, that one does actually. You got strike. three extra swings, bro. <laughs> get that thing. <laughs> that that fourth pitch was a strike, so it would have been three one. And then the managers wanted them to then go for it at three one, which is ridiculous. Blast it, baseball, Say, dude. Yeah, baseball. They need to like redo their whole model, like. They, whenever people <laughs> like the post videos or highlights on uh-huh. social media, MLB will flag it and take it down. Like they don't really allow other people to post their footage. And it's like, dude, that's the whole point of marketing. Like, get all this. If something badass happens in your sport and people are clipping it and posting it to all the programs, that's yeah. how you're going to get more fucking viewers. And but MLB, they're such dinosaurs. They own all that, dude. Is what they're saying. Yeah, it is not. And they still, like, market themselves on America's pastime. That's just not true. <laughs> like, baseball is no longer America's pastime. Not at all. Oh, man. <laughs> and, and well, I mean, plus, you had to get, to you had to get t- 10 kids to go out there to play, you know. Just, what do you happen. think? So, um, you, have, you have a baby coming. What sports? Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. What sports are you trying to put them into? Well, if it's a boy or a girl. We don't whatever. know yet. Yeah. Whatever. Take it from there. Boy. Golf. Definitely push golf. golf. Push golf. Girls can do golf. Guys can do yeah. golf. Yeah. There you go. Just be a female. I like baseball, but like baseball, tiger. softball. Baseball, you don't get too many injuries. Guaranteed cash. Softball, you, you will you will become a lesbian though. Yeah. Yeah, you will become a lesbian. And as much. a as a parent of uh <laughs> LGBTQ, whatever other uh, guys. My uh my god sister is a stud softball player. Not a lesbian, I don't think. <laughs> but her parents, she's on one of the best Oregon club teams. She's 15 years old, travels all over for softball. Yeah. That's going to be like when you got kids and they're in clubs. I remember when my sister played soccer, club soccer. Yeah. My parents were gone every weekend at tournaments. I and mean, there's so many parties during those times. But you're going to get to travel around. Like, yeah. I need, I need a starting roster of babies. Like, I need like one girl and like five boys. Like, I need a starting lineup. 
That's that's what you're going to be like the big baller guy. Well, dude, uh, again, yeah, LeVar Ball, LeVar guy? Ball, yeah. Again, how many kids you guys got in your family? We got five boys, two girls. Yeah, that's a lot of kids. That's a that's a roster. That that's was a, a small, small. That was a small family back in the day. So <laughs> just to let you know, my mom's. I think there's like twelve total. Wow, Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah my mom comes from eight kids. My dad, three. Very very small back yeah. in the time. That's the small percentage. Because back in the day, what you had to just bust out the kids. Science and like the medical industry wasn't as good back then. So you had people dying, kids dying all <laughs> over the place. Everyone's dying. Yeah. So they're like, well, we got to make up for it. Yeah, my, my parents' house, my neighbor, he came from a family of 18 kids. 18. Oh. Wow. Who was the favorite? There has to be a favorite. In There's 18. always a favorite. <laughs> in 18 kids. Yeah. Eight cats, like the favorite boy. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> no, dude. Dude, me a favorite uh, male boy under 35 uh, in between older than 24. Well, actually, I'm at 35, so technically that is. Can't use that. <laughs> Let's edit that. At the age, age of 35. Dude, I don't think uh, anyone, favorite like, boy at the age of any, any of our friends in like our little Russian community and like our American friends that know us, I don't think anyone thought that me and ACAT would be married at this current moment because we were wild boys. Yeah. <laughs> wild boys. Oh, God. Yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy times. That's like, for sure. Full of alcoholism. Like, <laughs> just fueled, fueled by alcoholism. Cocaine and strippers and alcohol. We made it out. Cocaine and stars, baby. <laughs> we, <laughs> made, it made it alive. Not Made it alive. Yeah. Made it out alive. Yeah. Made it out alive. Shit. Can't wait to hear these stories. Hopefully some will be popping up. Dude, we talk about the fishing boat. We would uh, start drinking on a Sunday, (laughs) and then Monday afternoon we're checking into a Vegas Vegas hotel. Up in Vegas, I don't know. (laughs) Getting upgraded to a suite because it's a Monday, and they're like, actually, not the only time I've done that. I've done that uh, two other times. (laughs) Wake up (laughs) in Vegas on a Monday. Yeah, one with three times. One with Tim. One with you. Two with me. Two with you. My bad. But then you left early, and then it was just me and Dia. The second time was a mistake. Should have never went the second time. You had, like, college credits and stuff to do. I had had clinicals on a Friday that I had to be Mm. at. So I was, like, getting all, like, an anxiety attack. Like, what the hell am I doing in Vegas? Dude, I was (laughs) sobered up. Jeez. But awesome. Yeah. Was it the one where you had the backpack? The little little That was backpack? the first time. That was the first one. And yeah. dude, So you were on that one. Yeah. I was on both of those. We had no luggage. Just uh, went to the airport. We had a we had a third wall, we had a little wall. You don't pack, need luggage. Third guy, but, you um, don't need luggage. He came to a senses at the airport and got picked up. But oh word. Me and oh, A pulled through. Yeah, yeah. Pussy. Pussy. <laughs> Should have went through. But hey, yeah, was, he was being responsible. It was only two days, that one. Oh, Just go. Man. Who cares? That was awesome. You're, you're young. You're single. You got momentum. Do Big, it. Two nights, just blacked out the whole time. <laughs> comes yeah, highlighter shoes. Damien Lillard's. Yeah. Buy dude. Coke on the strip. Um, taxi driver. Taxi <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but that's awesome. Like, no luggage. You go in there, hit up the store, get whatever clothes you need, throw away your old ones. And the best move when you go to Vegas, <laughs> don't go with a crew of guys, dude. Keep it to, keep it like a group of three, two. One to two guys extra. So you, oh, yeah. so I got a total of three guys. Three. I well, think if you three go like eight, if you go like eight guys, they're not letting you into half the places, dude. Well, whoa, whoa, you, whoa, whoa, whoa! Way too many cocks coming up here, dude. Exactly. You need you need some girls to get you into the clubs out there. True. Yeah. Or you just need to go to the Magic Mike show. Thunder down under. 
That's, that's the, the move. That's yeah. the one. The <laughs> that's the bingo. That'll be for another, <laughs> be another for, uh, podcast in a year down the road. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh, yeah. Um, Great show, by the way. Great show. But uh, so we're going to get into some commercial fishing out in Alaska. That's what uh, Captain ACAT does. Captain of the fishing vessel, Biracuda. He fishes <laughs> out in Bristol Bay. You know, like. Deadliest catch does the crabs. Well, we Captain A. We deliver to those guys. He does the same, and, and they deliver. Like we go out there fishing, they deliver their fish to those boats because it's what the off season. That's why they're all out there uh, tendering. Yeah, Casey's my boy from Cornelia Marie, but he wasn't out there this year. Wasn't out here out there uh, this year doing no. his uh, his show with Jake or something like that out in Hawaii. So kind of kind of was pissed off at that, but it was all good. Are they still doing the Battle of the Bay? God, no. That was a terrible, terrible, terrible show. Yeah. <laughs> I saw one episode, but I saw the boats that would all cruise around that Were you on camera it? crew. Or no. What, what was Battle of the Bay for those who don't know? Well, okay, so they had a they have a a Cook Inlet show which ran what for like seven, eight years. Then they tried to do the Battle of the Bay because Bristol Bay is the place you want to be if you want to make money for, mm. for salmon fishing. Yeah. It's way more hardcore. Everything's just more insane about it. Line fighting, the boats hit each other. Okay. And so they're trying to do a Bristol Bay show like the Cook Inlet one, but just completely butchered it. Just just wasn't good editing. Just okay. Picked so a couple bad boats. Pick, picked a couple bad boats to follow. Loser boats. Yeah. 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 <laughs> There's a, they had that one good one that fished in Naknek that. Actually, that Turan guy or something, his last name was was really weird. Oh, really? Yeah. American oh, dude? Yeah, American dude. His last name was Turan? Something like that. Really close to my last name. Distant relative? No, American. I have no. <laughs> no, no. It's coincidence. There's a Turan that played for the San Francisco 49ers, that big black offensive lineman. Oh, Tosca. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, there you there's, go. There's, yeah, uh, line fighting. Give us a little rundown on line fighting. Yeah. That shit is badass. So, Line fighting is. Oh, <laughs> did you want well, him to explain it or? No, 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 no. But there's a there's a boundary. You guys are both fishermen, so. Yeah, I've I haven't been out there for what two years. I was kind of fiending to go this last year, but I'm. That's glad check out right there. But uh, line fighting is the boundary. You have people don't really take turns. It's kind of a free for all. Uh, it's a free for all, and you have all these big ass boats. In this small area, playing bumper boats out there a little bit. You see, <laughs> like, guys throwing out all their gear, hauling balls, like, 30 knots, setting their— Not, like, not 30 knots. About 20. But about 20 knots, setting their gear, and some guys will just get insane whiplash, and a whiplash where— How long is a, How long is your average net? Uh, 900 feet. 900 feet. Total. You see guys rip about 600 feet. <laughs> like, just whiplash. Maybe around 150 feet, 300 feet, depending on how fast they're going. If they're in the crazy line fighting and they just got to go, <laughs> yeah. and get stuck under the lead line. I'm seeing this picture of a boat on fire. Oh, yeah. That was uh, the third opener. That was uh, Vaville Kalugan's boat got on fire. All right, everybody cool. made it out, though. Okay. Everybody made it out. Did they had to jump in the water? No, no, no. You know how close everybody's in the bay. Mm -hmm. so, so they got, came yeah. and picked them up. They didn't need to call Coast Guard just yet or anything. Everybody was... Off safely. So it's a lot of boats in this really. It, maybe it's. Is it a. Is it a small bay or? Well, is it big? But it the depends. Fishing, it also like depends hot. which place you fish at too. If you go Iggy Geek, that Iggy North Geek. Line, okay. yeah, they have the weirdest names. Yeah. There's basically four four pla real places to fish out there. They have 
Nushigek, Igigik, Naknek, and Yugashik. Okay. Are those so, native Eskimo names? names yeah. 100%. Yeah. So the craziest one, you could go between two of them, but I think it's Igigik Northline because it's so shallow and the boats that do really good are the super aggressive guys who are just in the shallows setting at 20 knots and you got police, you know, going above you. So okay. you're not over the line. Yeah, you got skiffs. Fishing game? Fishing game. Fishing not, game. Not yeah, district, yeah. Fish game. Yeah. And so you have to make sure you're not past the line. And so as the tide's coming in, you know, you set your buoy out. Hopefully you're not over the line. If you are, they'll, you know. They'll let you know? You. They'll, or take, they'll, they'll get you a ticket. I oh, got a ticket. I got a couple of warn you, dude. <laughs> I was 60, so 60 yards. Nut. Yeah, I was 60 yards over the line. And I got a ticket. It was bullshit. Oh, you just got one this year? No, no, no. This is... How much was it? Uh, like three thousand, but then they took it down oh. fifteen hundred bucks. Okay, because you yeah you read like a probation apology letter. and all that stuff. Yeah, probation. They give you probation. Yeah, it's some serious well, shit. Some serious guys, man. And if you sixty yards and they give you probation. Yeah, and so some of those guys they'll set like a hundred, hundred fifty, depending on if you see the fi- fishing game guys. Some guys are ballsy, dude. Some, wow. guys. <laughs> some guys are really, really ballsy. Go I don't have a boat. I don't have a boat like that that could be as ballsy as those guys. Yeah. I'm only driving seven knots and they're set at 20 knots. And so they're setting, they're just like throwing <laughs> shit throw, off the, the back. They throw at the buoys, which is hooked up to the net. Okay, it goes. And then you just go as fast as you can because by the time you already set out like two, three hundred feet, there's another boat already going. So it's just like a nonstop jet wow. boat show. And they're like 10 feet apart. That's insane. A lot of the and you, a lot of middle fingers, a lot, a lot of, of people <laughs> yelling from their desk. Fuck you, because you're you're corking guys off, and that term yeah. corking them off is you're taking their fish. Yeah, right. It, it's like it's like uh, someone on Price is Right <laughs> when they bet at one dollar, and the next person goes, "I'll bet two dollars." Yeah, Sweetie, I can't I can't explain to you like <laughs> it sounds like a fucking how show. awesome it is, dude. But it's like you got your captain, and then we're all the deck hands. We're on yeah. the deck, and your captain's like getting ready, and there's boats. All around, every like nets are getting tangled up. Like people are bitching. Boats are ramming into their boats. Like we had one friend whose cabin, like a big ass hole, just in his cabin. Our boat hit him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> boats that. Uh, I don't know. I like. I know a lot of boats that got hit. Mercenary. I remember mercenary, mercenary got a oh, big ass hole in it, dude. But yeah, it, it's just it's awesome. How and uh, how long does it last for? The. So like the season, you could fish all day, right? No, no, no. It's however long fishing game lets you fish for. That is so funny. It's like, it's like a race every day. Just kind of like a starter pistol, like basically. Essentially, yeah. it's like you you fish for about five hours. They have an six, opener. Six hours. Yeah, like, yeah. Five. Go six, deliver. Seven hours. They let you go off. Then wow. another six hour opener. But you, by the time you actually go deliver, you only get maybe like two hours of sleep and everything. Yeah, yeah. And so then, and it depends, like because sometimes you got to wait in line. To, yeah, deliver to deliver your fish. Because everybody's doing it. Yeah. So you and then, might have to wait 20 boats to actually deliver, <laughs> which is going to be like two hours. So and then you're not going to get a when nap. When you're delivering, when you're delivering, you're, you're, are you all delivering to the same person and it's like market price? No, no. So you deliver to like, say, we, Cornelia Marie's in my cannery, Peter Pan. So I'll go tie up to them. Peter Pan cannery. Yeah, seafoods. Okay. And there's like a trident, There's icicle. Bastards. Yeah. Copper River. <laughs> Copper River. Copper River, you were saying that they do some good stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. That's when you see the term when you go grocery shopping. Copper River Reds, <laughs> straight out of AK, baby. Anyway. <laughs> and so you go deliver to them. Yeah, yeah. And then from there, they take it to the processors. Okay. Because we're out 
three hours away from processors or you know town and stuff like that. Gotcha. So we can't keep on going back and forth. So do you have a do you have a deal with these? Um, no, with that's the companies. That's the screwed up part. Uh-huh. Is they only announced. I would have had one more day of fishing left before we we're gonna be done, and they only announced the prices. I was really pissed off. They announced it on the twentieth or something. That's a real July. bullshit thing that I have hmm. a problem with in the fishing. It's um, in this in this part of the of Alaska where we where we at go fishing in Bristol Bay. Yep, you'll fish like essentially the whole season, and you'll hear like rumors about what the price is, but no one knows what the set that price is. So is. odd. It, it's kind of it like go up and down. It's like kind of like day. berries out here too. So. Working blind, really. Yeah, berries <laughs> they kind of announce a little later off in the season. That is so interesting. Yeah, I thought it would be like just like every day there's a new price. So just kind of like gasoline speculation, like there's salmon speculation. But it's really just at the end of the season they kind of like reveal what's behind door number one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Sometimes it's really good, and sometimes you get Wayne Brady saying, "Nope, yeah, you, got zonks. you got <laughs> zonks. You got zonks. Like so, this year, you got zonks." So is it each each company has their own like almost like a, like price they're, unveiling? Yeah, but they're all pretty close because the canneries yeah. are so big to each other. Mm-hmm. Like they're all around the same size, and right now they're all teaming up, so they everybody's almost the same price. Almost like a monopoly. Exactly. Oh, you guys that are going God. strike. Fisherman Union. Is there a fisherman's union? There's gotta be a fisherman's union. Yeah, but union. some people do it year round. That's their only job. Yeah. They, You're not gonna be here. able to get a bunch of fishermen to go on strike. Like, <laughs> You're still gonna fish. Because there's gonna be so many boats on strike and you're like, Okay, I'm gonna fish. Yeah, yeah. There's no boats out, <laughs> and then, no then, boats then out you, the ocean. Then you see them fishing, you're like, Oh Actually, crap, I'm gonna go fish. Yeah. Well, okay, there's that. But I think if there's no fish, guess what? Fish prices go higher because supply is lower and people aren't buying fish anymore. And what do you, yeah, what are, you, you gonna be, are you going to be that boat to not fish and tree? You, you need to get you need to get everybody on board. Huh. Yeah, pun that's intended. The problem. Pun, that's, pun unintended. That's the problem. Yeah, because there's going to be like hungry people who are yeah. going like to not do that. So if, there's guys that got to pay off their boats. Yeah, too. for oh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, 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 taking afford. taking a week off is not going to. I mean, not, not in their business plan. Some of these boats, like these motolitos, are way too convenient. Say that too. Sponsorship drop. Uh, We've been trying. We've been craft beers. (laughs) (laughs) There's some Bristol Bay boats, $1.3 million. I said they get $1.3 million. So there's some some gorgeous boats. These are big boats, big big boats, fast boats, and big Big. boat payments. Are they mostly modern? Like, uh, not like an old wooden schooner kind of deal? No, these things are just, they go 40, 45 miles per hour. Whoa. That's a. Yeah, I mean they're insane. The Comfortable, rig. nice cabin. Cause <clears throat> yeah, uh, when we got fishing, we don't go back to the harbor no. until Saturday. Yeah, yeah. We'll come and back those, Saturday. And those Americans, they literally stay on the water for a month straight. You know, they're not going back to the harbor like uh, us Russians are. Yeah, we don't fish. Oh, on, interesting. We don't yeah. fish on Sundays because <laughs> Sunday's big, yeah. big holiday every Sunday. Right. So you guys just get just, drunk on the boat. Not on Sundays, Saturdays. Saturdays on the boat. I don't. Um, during the week, I don't ever drink on the boat. Well, yeah, because yeah. you're a captain with Fred, so yeah. hard for you. But I like, I don't. <laughs> if you go on Mercedes, I you're going like, to be doing some drinking, though. I don't like fit. <laughs> I'm not right <laughs> now. I'm not a weekly drinker. Like, I don't drink during the week. Yeah. And especially like in Alaska, dude, do you, th- you don't want to be hungover waking up on a boat, like 40, rocking. 40, I'm lucky I don't get seasick, but... 40 knot winds and 10 foot seas. Oh, my God. Yeah, how was the weather this year? Because the last good. time I went, hmm. it was just the worst weather the whole time. Two years ago, it was like every opener was like 45 knot or like 40 knot winds, 10 foot seas. 
not every opener, but it was raining almost just about every opener, and it sucks. And it's like three a.m. and you're Jeez. out there like raining why sideways. Am I, why dude. am I here? Is it worth why it? Why am I here? Is it dude? worth it? <laughs> yeah, that that thought goes through your head every day. Just you know what I risked for twenty one days <laughs> out there? <laughs> My sanity, dude. Because yeah, when you're on a boat, you got no service. Like yeah, I read guys. books, dude. You learn how to cook. That's where I learned how to essentially cook is on a boat. You don't want to eat shit food the whole time. Yeah. But I tell you what, buddy, when you show up into that harbor on a Saturday and you get there early, the most depressing thing is, is when you don't make the tide into the harbor and you got to like anchor up outside the Aww. tide and you can see everyone in the, in the harbor, like jumping boat to boat, like with cases of beer. And you're like, damn, <laughs> dude, I want to go party. <laughs> Where is C in? Where's that bar at? What town? Dillingham. Dillingham, Winnie. There's this town called Dillingham. Dillingham. And they like there's bears that just walk around. Like yeah. <laughs> it's this, <laughs> and a lot of these Dillingham, fishing towns, they're like crackhead towns. Oh god. I had a bag. Yeah. They're they're Sun- just straight fishing towns. On Sundays, where Dillingham's at, they need a sober Sunday. You can't buy alcohol because there's too much local drinking out uh, there. Yeah. Way too much. But the bars out there. The, the one bar, C in. Oh, there's two. there's two. Oh, the Red Dog? No, no, no. That's a neck-neck. This is uh, closer to the airport. Oh, what's this, this other one Yeah, called? it's more local people who live there usually go there because they got vehicles. Do they hate the Ruskies? I'm pretty sure everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, dude, because during fishing season, they just, uh, like, over overtake trouble. of Ruskies. And- yeah, but it yeah. brings so much money into the city, though. Oh, yeah. But so many kids get in trouble. Like every year, kids get arrested. At least ten, fifteen thousand dollars are spent <laughs> yeah. a weekend out there. You know, guaranteed on booze and groceries and laundry and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. beer's so expensive too out there. Around forty five bucks and eighteen. Let's say prices Canada. What? Why is that? Is it because just shipping. The, the shipping? Yeah. yeah, just like it's so remote and out there. Yeah. Jeez, man. You ever think about just like loading up the, the oh, halls full I, of of beer cans? Oh, I, I ship up food. I bring bring some alcohol up there, but then after a certain weight. I get uh, priced at like 65 cents a pound. So by the time an 18-pack actually comes out there, it's, it's around 35 the $37. It's like, oh, whatever. Well, Just buy it out there. True, yeah. That's insane. But though. if you buy a bottle, like if you do bottles, it's definitely worth it because— That's what backpackers do if you're like a— <laughs> not like an alcoholic backpacker, but when you go, when sounds you go, like an alcoholic backpacker. <laughs> when you go camping, you bring, the, you bring the liquor. That's the way to do it. I was the ghost. That was the ghost. Do any of this? Okay, actually, interesting. I my parents had worked on boats before. They worked on old wooden ships, but um, not yachts. Not uh, yachts. The, Mayfla- the Mayflower. This is like, <laughs> <laughs> my parents came over on the Mayflower. Actually, uh, no. So they they described that there were sometimes ghosts on these ships. Did you have a ghost, or have have you heard of like any? Crazy paranormal stuff. Yeah, I've heard of there. people kicking their deckhands off in rough waters and coming back to the harbor without them. <laughs> 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 Won't say any names, but yeah, we we know some guys <laughs> with some deckhands that disappeared on fishing openers and were never to return. Are you fucking they serious? Try to, they try to go on other boats or they got fired. Yeah, I know. I'm just right there on the spot or kicked into the water. Maybe I don't, I don't know. Dead. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> So you've been terminated. Very wow. crazy. I'm surprised Rody had his got kicked off. I'll be honest. Good I know he picks out fish fast, but I mean. Good deckhand. Dude, we, 
So, like I said, my favorite time coming in Saturdays, you make it in, you make it into the harbor, and it's a free-for-all drinking. <laughs> He's got this boat called the Barracuda, and that is the spot. Dude, he has a huge engine room. There was <laughs> there was <laughs> there was one night. Um, we like went hit up the bars, got like great, just we're browning out, blacked Slow, out. Yeah. We get back to um his boat. He wasn't with uh, a cat wasn't with us, but we were with his deckhand. And we always like we always bring. There's always multiple people on all the boats. Everyone's drinking. Yeah, all these boats are tied up. You could only fit like harbor. 68 people on a boat before you're like, ah, crap. Yeah, you got You got to split up the parties. But the thing with uh, Barracuda, everything's all close together, right? Just, yeah, we're all tied up together, literally yeah. tied boat, 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 boat. Cool. Yeah, people just. You're like walking with the case. You're walking because you, sometimes you have to walk over on it. other people's boats to get to your boat. Yeah, yeah. And then you like walk through the case of beer, and then you'll see a whole crowd, and they're like, "Come on in, dude! <laughs> Come on in!" And, you, and then there goes your case. <laughs> yeah, there goes the whole case. cases, and it's it's not like oh, a couple beers. People get obliterated. <laughs> like it's just. Everyone. I mean, you're away from your family. There's <laughs> yeah, dude. No girls. My favorite part. There's a there's this Russian holiday that comes around. in, yeah. and it's like two days, two days of no fishing, and that's uh-huh. when all the captains like fly in their wives and kick out their deckhands. July seventh and July twelfth. <laughs> yeah. Those holidays land on Saturday or Monday. Yeah, the three day weekend wow. binges. They fly in their Pages. wives and get them pregnant. <laughs> Those are the scary ones. Jeez. But we had a Jesus time Christ. on a, What an amazing, On crazy. one of the boats, the captain, he was, this boat had a really big engine room, old school boat, kind okay. of different than all the other ones. We were sitting there uh, smoking some reefer in the engine room. <laughs> and the bathroom on this boat is like, you walk from the cabin, you walk down like one little stairwell, and then it's the bathroom, and then you walk down another stairwell. You just turn the corner and walk down against gotcha. the engine room. And we were ripping bowls in the engine room. And then we walk upstairs and the captain's sitting there taking his shit so fucked up. <laughs> and he's like so confused because he sees us walk. <laughs> he didn't even know that. He did not know that we were on his boat. And so he sees us and he walks taking his shit. We're like, oh, you stink. <laughs> and we just kept walking and he was looking around like, where the hell did you guys come from? <laughs> and uh, the, the last time I was out there, we were partying on a cat's boat. Dude. The fire extinguisher went off. Oh like TV broke. We were Aww. we were playing like two hand touch football in a little cabin of a boat. Rowdy. That's insane. Well, my cousin, non-married days. Yeah, non We were not married. Zero fuck. We weren't flying in any girls. Like we were just hanging out with dudes. Like nothing but cocks. <laughs> you could probably fly in prostitutes. I mean, right? I bet people. He I bet was. People he, have. Didn't get, he didn't get paid that much. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> they have a. Uh, so the locals he had some are lo- local girls. The, he had some local oh, girls. The locals are a sore sight. There's like me. There might be one. Mm-hmm. Like if there's ten girls, there might be one of the locals that's like. The Canary girls were pretty nice too. But we have different classifications for girls in Bristol Bay. We'll be like, oh, this if this girl is a Portland six. That's a Bristol Bay nine, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so like yeah. we have you, you skewed, get, we have got skewed classifications for girls yeah. out there. But a lot of these canneries, they bring in girls from like San Diego, San Fran, like Seattle to go run all their office work out there mm. during during the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the ones that you want to become. I don't know. They with. sometimes have those girls out the way from like Yugoslavia and all that stuff. Oh shit! Well, that's J- human trafficking. J ones. <laughs> <Right? laughs> Yugoslavia. Probably getting paid two dollars an hour. Probably. In the, this is what it is in America. <laughs> two dollars an hour. <laughs> two dollars a fish, dude. <laughs> hey, two dollars a fish. I'll take it. 
Yeah, what was the price this year? 70 cents base price. Oh, disgusting. I know. Maybe it would nearly dropped in half. I think we were getting close to a buck sixty last year. So just think about it's what that's double. I mean, that is more than double. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, uh, but that's so it's 70 cents, and then we'll have 20, about 20 cents of incentives. So we should be able to get around 90 cents or so. But still, I mean, that's 70 cents less than last year. And a lot of people ain't getting a lot of work like done. You get a, yeah, a, so, there's a price change. If you have like, uh, so every boat, on its deck, they have these flaps. You open up the flaps, and then you have, like, this area that you put all your fish in until you go and deliver. Yeah. And they have, like, different like different things where if you have— So th- you fill up these these holes, the fish holes. You fill you put these bags in there. You fill them up with, like, uh, water, ice, all that good stuff, and then your gotcha. fish just sits in there yeah. and then until you're ready to deliver. And some companies will— Give you like an extra fifteen cents if you ice them or you water them, bleed them, bleed them, bleed them. Okay. Bleeding them is the worst, dude. That that's like, I, I, what's the extra steps that it takes to bleed a fish? Well, you have sometimes you'll have like a fucking fifteen hundred fish on your deck, and you got to go through and like bleed every one. So it's you like a little it. little wire that goes in them, or I I a, knife. a knife, knife just yeah. stab them in the gills, get the blood going, and toss them. Okay, because you're taking them up from the net, right? It's a it's a big old net, and then everything gets dumped. Then, well, no, no, well, you got no. you got to pick them out. You got to pick them out. That's okay. what you're so thinking the, of. That's saning, like in Finding Nemo when they go and pick up like <laughs> that big old like that big old uh, net of fish. That's yeah. that's saning. Okay. That's yeah. a different style of fish. Right. This is a gill net goes out and, and then, then it gets right up to their gills, and then you gotta yeah. shake them out. Shake them out. Shake them Controller, out. Okay. you control these hydraulics. The net comes. And then in, when you shake have, them out. and then when you have that shake much fish out. on deck, yeah, uh, yeah. It's gets annoying. Like when you know you're up to your knees and fish sometimes. Up yeah, to your knees and cash. <laughs> That's it. That Not is, at dude. seventy cents a pound. I don't see fish as it <laughs> as a fish. I see it as as me. dollar see, signs. See like this right here. See how it's uh. I'm showing him a video by the way. Hey, can about, you uh, send me these videos after this yeah, so I can post them? That. Post them all to yeah. social. Okay, so, so uh, less than I thought. Well, that was only a third of our set because yeah. I, I got a weird deck. That came out wrong. I don't have a, I don't have a flush deck where yeah your deck's the, not that the new, big. The new the, <laughs> the new flush deck you, you can you can fit like, like you need to repaint your deck. Yeah, like I said, I need deck. one of those. <laughs> I need one of those nine hundred thousand dollar Rutav boats. Joe, at me uh, if you got if you're listening to the, out here. Yeah, is that was that what you're thinking? What, I, Joe and Fred, if get you me that Malala boat when you decide because you are going to retire the Barracuda one of these days. When you decide to go and build a boat, are you going to go aluminum or fiberglass? Good question. Well, if the Rutas will hook me up with a deal, I'll <laughs> probably go, go with them. See, I wouldn't mind going with them. That way, I don't have to fly to Alaska if I get one of the Bazargents to build it. Exactly. They're really good boat builders, too. Mm-hmm. But, but they're fiberglass. Fiberglass, which is, they're nice. Okay. But it'd just be nice to just roll down to Malala and I want it like this. They could switch it right there on the spot. Exactly. Because out there you kind of, I have a, a couple buddies of mine, Peter Edifeyev. He's going in blind. They, he kind of gives them a plan. His boat turned out really nice, but... He's got a prop. That's the problem. Sorry, sorry, Peter, <laughs> but you should have won Jets. Uh, oh, so it's propeller versus jet. Yeah. That, that is like one of the main things right now. You could get 12 inches more shallower, which... With a jet. With the jet, yeah. Yeah. Because you don't need the prop. Also, you better better turning, probably, right? If you get two engines, yeah, you could zero-point turn like a tank, no problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like insane. 
Hey, like that's the main thing. When tide goes or you need to go fish in uh, more Shallows. shallow water, dude, you yeah. get haul balls with with jets. <laughs> yeah. Like prop, there's been so many times when uh, I fished on all prop boats. So it's like when you're going through shallow water, there's times you got to pull over, change out the prop. Jesus. Park on, like park close to the shore so when the tide goes out, you're, yeah. you're beached. And then you go change your prop out. To go no through way. different areas. You got about like four or five hours to change your prop out. By the time it goes out, comes back in, wow. the tide. And you, you're, you, you're you literally beat yourself in, yeah. Yeah, purposely. Okay. Like the tides out there are really crazy. They're like a difference of 20 foot. Wow. Yeah, so I mean, they're not small like 10 foot tides. I mean, we're big, big tides, yeah. Big Long tides, big fish. Long walk down to the beach. <laughs> yeah. Low tide. And also those jet boats, when they go over shallow water, they could gas it really, really fast. And they only need about a... 16 inches of water. It's a big ass water. boat. It's a big ass boat that's just hauling balls over it. It's wow. pretty yeah. badass to see. How uh, how big is your boat, the, the Beer Cuda? So it's 30, all boats in Bristol Bay are 32 foot max. 32 foot max. So max. that's actually, a, that's pretty small yeah. when you think of like, like, because other some fishing the, vessels are around 44, somewhere in that right. range. So it's like those crabbing boats. They're around yeah. 100, 100, huge. That's so interesting. All that in 30, 35 feet, you have 32. 32, sorry. Yeah. Uh, you have a bathroom, quarters, right? Sleep in how many? Like five people? You, some some of them can, yeah. The new ones. Yeah. So it's that are wider. Yeah. You can see about four very comfortably. Four, four very comfortably. Yeah. So captain, three deckhands, and three decks. Deckhands. Three dicks, yeah. Big deck. That's hands. the move. Three deck hands. Get that. You don't want a boat. You, you want to. You want to get the fish. <laughs> you don't want a first office first mate. Well, I mean, you have those three deck hands. Essentially, one of them is going to be the first right, mate, or right, that's right. going to run and the, the hydraulics or whatnot. Cook, take turns. One person Unless cook. Someone one just fucking <laughs> sucks at cooking. One person. I would cook. get then him he's really. The, then he's the guy who washes the dishes. Yeah, there's, the there's, there's always guys that dishes. just. Corn dogs. Just like give me that. corn dogs or burritos. <laughs> yeah. We're not eating corn dogs or burritos for three straight weeks. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I can't stand the guys that. who that would just like go and terrible. make themselves a meal. Because when you're on a boat and whoever decides to cook, you're cooking for everybody. That just yeah. that's what it is. You when you start cooking, you cook. You I, cook for four people or whatever, and then you go that way. Everybody eats, you wash up and go straight to bed because you gotta you just you wanna get get as much sleep in as you can. There's yeah, yeah almost no time in between. Oh, it's balls gotta, to the wall. When, yeah. Once you're out fishing, it's like, you know, sometimes it'll start at like 2 a.m., 3 a.m., and you're going until 8 in the morning, and then you get a little break, and then we maybe we back. <laughs> oh, and what? It, and when they extend it over to until further notice? The days then, last so long in Alaska. It's around two and a half hours of actual darkness from 2 to 4.30, I'd say. Wow. You can see the sun go down, that and then you can see the sun so kind of coming up on the other side of the mountains. <laughs> That's so weird. At the same time. <laughs> Must feel so weird taking a nap like that. You know? Well, I mean, it's all dark in there. Where the beds oh, are yeah, cabin. Yeah. It's all dark, but you know, when you're like, you'll wake up and it's like 11, 11 p.m. You walk out, just bright as shit outside. <laughs> it's 11. How was, how, uh, so I'd imagine that there's substance abuse on like when people are out. And about right? underway, Guar- guaranteed. You know those, you can't, you those can't, deadliest catch guys. You can't fish on that north line out there, or those line yeah. guys, without a little, little pep. some something in your system. Oh, crystal. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even coke out there. It's it's crystal. It's crystal yeah, meth because huh? they they need results. <laughs> they need, <laughs> hey, it's expensive as shit out there too. Well, it's a, <laughs> yeah, a pack of beers, fucking. But um, yeah. Well, my, yeah, my question is how how do you, how do you deal with that? Like, you probably, I mean, do you do you run a 
I don't want to like, <laughs> do you want to run a clean boat? Like, do you? Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so how do you, how do you make sure like you run a clean boat? Are you, do you trust your crew? Yeah. Yeah. And if like something's a little off or so, like maybe. Like in fire. Greenhorn, them. just kick them off into the, sh- into, oh, yeah, the I know into the deeps. I know of guys. <laughs> off Dude, the back of the boat. Uh, there'll be guys that will just like, you know, we do our little Sundays. We don't really drink. Because Sunday is kind of midnight. We'll start taking off to the fishing grounds yeah. to get Monday started. So sa- Saturday is your party day. Sunday, if Relax, uh, you drink shopping. on Sunday, and like I've drank on Sunday a couple of times. There's been a couple of times I got drunk, but I mean, I made it out to the boat. But I know some people that went just have gone missing for like a few days. And then uh, oh. they just get fired. And then the guy's like, oh, what, what boat can I can I hop on? But no one wants them on their boat because they, they see what yeah, you exactly. did on this other boat. So yeah. when you yeah. fuck up like that, it's uh, it's very detrimental. How would you, uh, if like one of, the listen, one of the listeners randomly was like, I want to go fish in Alaska. Well, how would you Give us a them? pinch. 90 seconds. Let's go. <laughs> Elevator pitch. How would you tell them to go apart uh, about like trying to find a job? You just look up Alaska class of fields. <laughs> Who needs a decade? I don't know. I just talk to a lot of the Alaskan guys, man. You want to get on a nicer boat. A lot of the Oregon guys always want uh, Nick Camus needs some deck and some from time to time. Yeah, there's always guys. And there's yeah, always if any of you guys listeners, any listeners in here would ever want to try your hand in some commercial fishing, give us a <laughs> fishing. Is that what I just yeah. said? <laughs> Dude, the Chambong is kicking in. Um, yeah, shoot us a DM if you're interested in being a deckhand. Um, if if I do get you a job and you turn out to be a fucking shitty deckhand, I'll, I will come to your house and I will put sugar in your gas tank. <laughs> and I will never talk to you again. But it's an awesome experience, man. It's humbling being out there in the ocean. Like, I have... Being out in the ocean, <laughs> that get, the weeks are long. Like yeah. from Monday to Friday, when Friday hits, you're like, holy shit, we're going in. We're going in soon. When yeah. you get into the harbor, you did because as a deckhand, I've been fishing long enough where, I mean, if I was in, if I had the mindset that I wanted to go be a captain, I could probably be running a boat by now, but I, that's not my lifestyle. <laughs> like, I don't mind going fishing out. And at this point in my life, hot run, you need a good deckhand come in. That, that's me. But if I don't go, I don't need to go. But it's an awesome experience. But man, it takes a toll, dude. Is like I've gotten fights with other deckhands. Some of my best friends. That <laughs> yeah, you got slapped in the face with the salmon before. So good. So oh yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> that sounds pretty tame. I though. smacked so good. On Malachi, dude, on Malachi. That. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I had one of my best friends, best like best man in my wedding. One of the best men in my wedding. We just uh, it was a little stubborn. This is what it is, but when you're on a boat with someone yeah. for a long time, just one wrong word could trigger just it a gets whole there. lot of emotions. It gets and, there. Dude, people do it all the time. It's like boat fever. Even <laughs> even on my boat this year, they we were already dried up flying out the next day and they got in a fight. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm just like, come on, guys. And we, we threw got, we got 12 like, more hours out here. We were throwing fists. But like, I'm still friends with my, like the guy that's throwing fists with. Yeah. We're still like good friends today. But at that time, <laughs> he, he got so mad. I might or might not have punched him in the face, but after that, I got really pissed. And he was like trying to tell the captain to, "Hey, take me to uh, take me to land." And it was like a Tuesday or a Wednesday, and the captain's like, "I am not taking you to the harbor. We're out here fishing. You gotta make money. It's hot. Yeah, you know, that's insane fishing. for me just to 
to have missed out on all this and they'll yeah. they'll ask and fishermen out there they're like hardcore they're like fuck you figure it out <laughs> like yeah. that's what it is so he was like calling tenders or any tenders gonna make it are are any tenders going to the harbor today and every tender no we're not going <laughs> today so he had to put his big boy pants on and deal with it but dude yeah. it's a uh, yeah you really find out who people are when you're stuck on a boat with them for yeah, a long time. I think time. that's when Rody actually locked his uh, captain in the official, in the Lazarus. <laughs> in the <Yeah>. official, huh? <laughs> yeah, in the Lazarus. That's the Lazarus is where the- I was drunk that day. That was a That was a drunk Sunday. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I did it as a joke, but the captain didn't think it was funny. He didn't think no. it was funny. Like, nope. <laughs> yeah. The captain was an uh, older gentleman who. Uh, He's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. Very good fisherman. Uh, he's got one son who likes to drive trucks off piers. But uh, with that being said, <laughs> no Mal- That was Malachi. Oh, I was thinking. I was like, that was not. Did ga- I walk that was not gambler. The- that was Malachi. Yeah, Malachi. Yeah, yeah. He was not too happy. The the guy who you slapped the uh, or the guy who slapped you with the fish in the last. So. That's the where all the hydraulics are. Yeah, the last. Where the rudders at? He was working on all the hydraulics and that, and I just put like. Like a manhole cover, you just put it on and lock it, and then you can't get out. (laughs) Like, there's no way out (laughs) if you're in there with no tools or anything. There's no way out. And he was like, Hey, let me, (laughs) but it was for like 10 seconds, (laughs) it was even long. But yeah, I wouldn't advise, yeah, doing that. (laughs) Uh. But anyway, so you're you are a captain, right? Mm, So you're 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 the leader. Yeah. Do you, um, you're also about to be a father, which is kind of like a leader of a family in a way. Uh, how do you go about running your, like your, like, do you have like a management style? Like, how do you go about like overseeing a boat? Like, you know, your boat. A lot of freaking work, especially when you have an older boat like mine. You always yeah. have, <laughs> you always have to put like $10,000 into it every season just mm-hmm. to like get it going again. There's always going to be pumps <laughs> that break. All that stuff. Yeah. Just a lot of work. Prepare for the worst. How much time do you spend in the engine room on a weekly basis while on the fishing grounds? This year, I'd say two, two to three hours. So this year wasn't bad. We How often are you changing your oil? <laughs> once a year. Just once a year? Once yeah. a year. If, if we go late, but I'm only there for around four, four and a half weeks. So we're getting close to that three to 400 hour range. Yeah, your style of fishing, you go in there... You have a set date and time, or you have a set number. You hit that number, you're like, let's go home. No, I mean, if you're still, I mean, there was days where we we're getting 8,000 pounds. I'm not going to leave that. No. So, yeah. very late in the season, we're latest from the, the 28th was the latest I've uh, fished. The earliest was the 12th. I mean, so it's just all on. Yeah. Plus, there was days that we were getting 6,000 pounds, but there was that one year they paid us, they wanted 50 cents a pound. And I'm like, that nope. was like, what, five years ago? No, that was like, I think, 10. Eight, my first year nine. in the bay was wow. my first year in the bay was like fifty five cents. Yeah, I'm like fifty cents. I'm like I ain't gonna stay for this crap. Yeah. I know they're selling it for like ten dollars, eleven dollars a pound. I'm not gonna Ugh. make their money and screw me over. Right. I made like three thousand dollars that year only. That's that's in, the thing. Twenty one days though, right? No, that was a full B Bay season. The prices were shit. Wasn't really that good at fishing oh, wow. for us yeah. at least. But then like. Yeah, that was 20- you bounce back, then the next year you'll make like 20. <laughs> yeah, that was 2012. That was 2012, I That believe. was a bad year. But yeah, I mean, you just got to always 
Always prefer prepare for the worst out there. Even prepare if you got those yeah. nice ass boats, something will always happen. Have, any, always your, have any of your deckhands ever brought girls on your boat? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Would you care? Should you care? Is it bad luck to do that? It's bad luck to bring bananas on the boat. Bananas and women. <laughs> I don't. I really don't know. I don't <laughs> think so. I mean, what type of girls would be out there? Sergey Cam might have brought Hina, but you know they're married now. Harbor hose, you know there's some harbor hose. That, that, oh, that those work. actually, yeah, actually, actually, yes, yes, yes. There are hey, what's hose. that one boat that all uh, Canadian classic? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Canadian classic always got the harbor hose on there, but uh, <laughs> no, it's um, big old uh, aluminum boat with like green letters. But they always had some hotties on there. They were always in the same boat yard as where your boat uh, gets stored. Mm-hmm. Don't remember what. Not sure. Don't remember, but don't remember it. Whatever. So do you have your? Thank you. I know you. you you've been running your boat with uh, one deckhand until this year. No, the last two years I'm going two deckhands. Oh, you went last I'm two going years. Two deckhands. Who, who was with two you last year? So three people. Kopi. Kopi and uh, Kopi and his younger brother Nick. Oh, that's right. That's Family right. ties. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then this year you had Kopi and Mav. Yeah. Two fucking goons. <laughs> as long as they can pick out fish yeah. good. Who that's cares? <laughs> what made you start going to two? Because I know getting up that was last. Age. That was getting last older. year you had. And how much picking did you actually do this last season? Because as, as a always, captain, I'm still always, always down, down there. there. I'm always down yeah. there. Until I get that really nice freaking boat where I could stay on top <laughs> and pull the gear with strong engines. Yeah. So I'm limited. I'm limited, very limited to what my boat can do. Okay. On turning's yeah, bad. Like we were saying earlier. It's good though. It builds character, I think. But, if people want a hey, captain who hey, has a hand in there, right? But Maybe. I'm still I'm catching just as much as the other oh, guys. Hey, so I don't care. Biracuda might there. only move eight knots at a time, but Biracuda <laughs> catches fish. I'm still, I'm still catching the hot spots. Grand dude. old lady. And you see the these other fair. boats that are like 40 knots. Womp! Fucking cruising. <laughs> They're driving past the fish. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they can't see the jumpers. That's what you, you cruise. You got to see. This is Alaskans. They're the cruising, <laughs> cruising. They see one jumper. Oh, set the net. Set throw the, the buoy. Net. <laughs> throw the buoy out. <laughs> and then, like, you'll throw it out. Uh, the whole net will release. Is it there for like five minutes? I don't see shit. Reel it up. Reel, reel it up. It up. <laughs> and then you keep moving. Guys, in the next spot. Yeah, and as a deckhand, you're like, oh my God, waste of time. Waste of <laughs> time, dude. The deckhand captain relationship is very interesting because you have, uh, I've been hanging out with guys that are all captains and they just sit there and talk shit about their deckhands. <laughs> and then I've gone to another boat where it's a bunch of deckhands on one boat. And they're like, oh, my captain's such a fucking asshole. And, stuff. and the, <laughs> the dynamic between captain and deckhand is hilarious because there are, um, let's say I don't, I've never fished with a Cotty, but um, Cotty's pretty good captain. She has deckhands all like fishing for him. He's had yeah. the same deckhand for years. But um, you, you hear some of these other nightmare stories of just guys hate their captains. Their captain wants to drown their deckhands. <laughs> just <laughs> and they're can't wake up like and shit. Weeks, yeah. well, you're there with them for five weeks. And a lot five of these weeks, guys, yeah. a lot of these guys are making their trips out from Homer. So they're out there another ten days because they got to make that trip through. Uh, you know, I like that trip though. That's a. Have you ever done that trip? No. 
Yeah, you take I off from to. Homer, Alaska, and it's like a week trip just to oh, get to so the fishing the grounds. Boat. They're yeah. still on the boat. Yeah, okay. so before they even go fishing, because we fly in and get the boat ready for a week. Wow. They, you know, get the boat ready in Homer, because that's where they keep their boats. Then they drive it, and then a semi okay, takes okay, it okay. over a mountain, and they go through the lake. And Yeah, you see bears and shit. Like, <laughs> a lot of bears. When you're going, when you're cruising through, when you're on that, on that drive, dude, there's bears just like walking around the boat, like, these aren't just a little black bear. Like these are some big Co- ass, some Kodiaks. some big Kodiaks, ass brown man. bears that'll eat you asshole first. <laughs> Doesn't care if your wife's pregnant. We'll just eat the shit out of you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you, you, oh yeah, what's the craziest thing you guys have caught in the net? There's not much anything crazy where we fish. It's usually just salmon. Where salmon. we salmon? Okay. If you go Cook Inlet or Cordova, they're catching actually small great whites. Wow. Yeah. Are they small gray whites? Yeah, there's some gray whites out there. I like Dimitri just catching salmon sharks. No, Dimitri Budanov caught some great whites. Uh, they didn't catch any salmon this year, so. <laughs> you caught a great white? They always catch great whites out there. They F up their nets big time. Wow. I thought it was just, I've never caught, because like, I fished in this area <laughs> that we're talking about yeah, for Bristol a couple Bay. years. No, Bristol Bay is my most recent area. Okay. And guys, if, if you're going to go fish, go to, go to Bristol Bay. Like I, you want to make some money. Go yeah, to Bristol you want Bay. to make some money. Go to Bristol Bay. But I fish in this other area, Cordova. Different, same fishing, different style, different style boats, smaller boats. Mm-hmm. Zoom around, um, but out there you'll catch like fucking flounders. Um, You're saying porpoises, porpoises, which is so sad. sand sharks, yeah. dude. This yeah. one guy one time caught five hundred sharks in his net, and when you the uh, five hundred sand sharks. So you get these sand sharks, and they just, like, when they get in the net, they spin around. So it is a freaking nightmare trying to get them out of the net that you're at the point where, dude, if you get catch knife out. Uh, Tommy, Tommy Rutov, he caught, like, this one guy caught, like, uh, 5,000 pounds of sharks in one night. Is that profitable? Like, is that good no. stuff? No. No, 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 no. That's no. losing money because they, they fuck up your net your so name. bad, you just got to strip it. You just bring it in, just start cutting your net. Eat that loss. And the sharks are mostly like at night. A lot of night sets. If you're not checking it every couple hours, kind of. In this area, you'll go to sleep. Maybe like a good five-hour nap, six-hour nap. And then you wake up and a bunch of sharks in there. Ooh, it's a nightmare. (laughs) But skates, I hated catching skates. You'll get this big old like stingray that's not an actual stingray, but it's in the same family. And they're like five feet, six feet wide. You're like, how the hell? I throw this thing off the boat because they got their little prong thing. Is yeah, like flopping around. Yeah. And dude, those things suck to catch. Porpoises, when you catch a porpoise, if you it if you get it on the, the boat and it's alive, yeah. you, you just throw it back. But if it gets on the boat, they, they'll, they'll kill themselves wearing themselves out in the net. Yeah. You can put them, bring them on. Like, I thought you guys were smart. I thought you, I thought you dolphins so were smart. But yeah, when you're out there, you'll see like um, Keiko jumping. You see those killer oh, whales. Shit. Yeah, you see, I gotta like, show you a what, video. Blue whales, gray whales, humpbacks. Like, you see Belugas. all this. This is way better than SeaWorld. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see even their actual element. You know, uh, Free Willy was filmed in Port- in Oregon. Really? Yeah. Where? Like a story or something? They just brought in, was that CGI? Well, or Free Willy was a real whale, right? Yeah, it was Keiko. Keiko, yeah, yeah. Keiko, the most famous of whales. Check this out, though. I'll I'll show this to you guys. This is uh, we're at the Hood Canal, and um, 
not like 20 feet away from shore, not 20 feet away from shore, a pod of orcas go right past us. Sounding is what they call it when they, they like scare the fish out of all the crevices and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're smart as shit, dude. But yeah, it was That's super awesome. close. That's awesome. When I was on my honeymoon out in Maui, we went and did a <laughs> snorkel cruise. Yeah. And it was a uh, hum- humpback whale. Okay. You guys paid uh, some humpbacks. Season. We fucked some humpbacks, dude. Yeah. Just bestiality. But it was humpback season, and they were everywhere. And I guess they all migrate from Alaska to Hawaii, their little mating grounds. Oh, I eat. Hawaii, Hawaii, but they were everywhere. Pretty badass, dude. Yeah. Humpback whales, and you see them in Alaska, and you're like, oh, you don't think anything of it. <laughs> see, like you see so much because like, you're working hard, marine life out shit. there. Yeah, yeah. I don't get why they'll pay ninety five bucks to go watch whale watching at Depot Bay. It's like re- most ridiculous waste <laughs> like, of money ever. Hey, sea lion caves or the. Biggest waste of money ever, <laughs> dude. When you're cruising through Alaska, you'll just like look at some cliffs that you're cruising by at some cove yeah. in the middle of the ocean. There'll be like 400 sea lions just chilling on these rocks. Yeah. Or the, sea, or the seals, man. They need we need more guns out there. They yeah. Oh, didn't they just legal? I think they it's just illegal. legalized. You, you, no, I think did they legalize it? I no. think so. No. There was no. something about because um, they jack your fish in your net and. I think Seal it was, bombs. Da- it was more of the dam, like the because like the Bonneville Dam or whatever. No, where where we fish in Alaska? They it's just not in Alaska. I think it's destroy Oregon. Destroy, yeah, your fish, and they only eat like the heads or like a little bit of it, <laughs> and then you'll just get like half eaten fish. And it's like at least eat the whole thing, man. You should really just talk. Yeah, really just have like maybe like a like a conversation with the seals. Like a sit down, like a meeting, bomb. like with <laughs> the, with the seal king. We just put down a gun and be like, okay, one more. <laughs> That's it. You got one, one more. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, you'll pull up a fish. And I imagine being a fish, like stuck in a net and then just a sea lion just chomping out half the body, like just bite marks out of the body. And uh, PETA doesn't give two fucks about fish or marine life because. Imagine if like salmon made noises and as a fisherman, you just, you're scooping up this fish, throw them on the deck and then you're stabbing them to bleed them. And then you just throw them in these brailer bags and they're all like piled up on top of each other. Can you imagine if fish could talk? They'd be like, fuck you, fuck you. (laughs) As they're being crushed by their brethren, PETA gives zero fucks about how fish are treated. Really? Is that true? I don't know. I never seen anyone complain about. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I never seen Peter complain about fish. It's because it's animals. I think they would, maybe they're, they're a pesca- maybe they're bias. pescatarians. I don't mammal know. Mammal bias. I think that, that's what yeah. they got. Hey, let me get one of those motolitos. <laughs> you got <me>. motolitos. <laughs> uh, do you have any zin, by the way? Negative. Negative. I've been uh, been hitting the sunflower seeds to counteract that. <laughs> that's good. There you are. Good. Hey, you'll miss for me. Please. Oh, I, I got away from the the long cut and transitioned to the Zen, and I'm losing. I'm I'm losing money. R- <laughs> right? R- that's, that's, on scoreboard is not, depressing not, right now. Not looking too good with the Boston Philly oh, match. Just a heads man. up. So if I feel lose, it's just my day's done. <laughs> I'm like, eat, eat those mushes. <laughs> <laughs> feel like LeBron right now. Just ah oh, crap in a hole. When did you watch that Blazer game the other day? Uh, did we lose? 
We lost, right? No. We won? You, you can't say we, we if you don't know the final score <laughs> yeah, a day later. <laughs> well, I live in Portland. Yeah. As opposed to somebody yeah. who doesn't. Yeah. Uh, I, watched, I watched the play-in. Okay. But I didn't watch on LeBron. the first. Yeah, game one. I didn't watch the first match. That was a game. good game to Actually, bet LeBron on. LeBron had a pretty good game. I he had mean, a really good game. 17 boards, 15 assists. He would have had 25 assists. 26 if, points. 25 like points? Yeah. Real good he game. He would have had like 40 assists if Danny Green and I know that you're Caruso. I know that you're a LeBron cock rider. Used to be. Used to be. Except used to be. for... Are you off? Are you off the LeBron bandwagon? He, he loves China too much. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I am off the Le- LeBron bandwagon as well, dude. Damien. I, I respect his talent. Yeah, Damien. Damien's just balling on a whole new yeah. level. Dame, yeah. Damien. Dame. Top, top two point guard for sure right now. Top one. Top two. You let's, know, let Steph Curry get re- defend his title for one year. Everybody's got an injury year. You know Here's the Warriors his. are going to be at the conference finals next year. <laughs> like, Warriors are playing for championship every year. Well, if they get onto Tecumpo. And then get rid of Draymond's fat ass. Draymond hit a wall. You got to get Draymond out of there. He did. Draymond fell off a cliff. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson out here. Dame is better than Curry. I was on the bandwagon of <laughs> Steph Curry better being better than Dame. I love Dame, yeah. but I was like, I'm not. Curry is... Good, but if you if you switch them spots, Dame would have the same amount of championships as Curry. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, well, their teams were that good. I don't think that Curry yeah. could lead a team as good as Dame does. Curry's always been blessed with. You have, dude. He's got the best. Clay he's got Thompson, the second best like, shooter. <laughs> like second best shooter. Like, your team. Clay Thompson can score like sixty points on five dribbles. <laughs> that's that's insanity. He's, yeah, he's done that before. <laughs> he's done that before. <laughs> I think it was eleven dribbles, but sixty points. No, I think it was like thirty points off four dribbles. Yeah, literally. Wow, like, something like that. It was all three balls and, and a couple layups. Gives the ball maybe a bounce and then a shoot. Those those were his dribbles. That's crazy. But Dame is just the whole package. He's like, I'm gonna go in there. Um, he there's on Twitter. Uh, Nasir Little, Blazers rookie. He tweeted. He was like. Right when the Blazers got in the playoffs, he was like, man, earlier in the season, right before the, the NBA bubble started, these eight seeding games, Dame Lillard walked up to me. He's like, hey, Rook, you're about to see something that you've never seen. He's like, hey, Rook, I'm about to do something that you've never seen before. We're going to get in these playoffs. And then they got in the playoffs. And then Dame tweets back and he's like, hey, we're in it. We're in it, Rook. <laughs> but what he did, what he closed the season, like 30, 30, 40, 61. 63. Or sixty one. At a sixty one. Um, Adidas had. That's right, sixty one. Adidas. That he tied. That's his career high. He tied it. Yeah. Third time he's hit sixty one. Adidas <laughs> had his. That is so. Willard oh, six shoe. They changed the price from one hundred fifteen dollars to sixty one dollars. All colorways. Wow. How I, nice. I went to go order a pair. <laughs> Everything was sold out. Every colorway was sold out. Really? Yeah. And I, I heard about it, so I go to the I go to Adidas website and. Like the initial tweet that posted that said, because I I follow this Twitter account that shows like the best deals on shoes from around the whole internet. Shoe hustle. They're like, yeah, all um, Dame Lillard sixes on sale at sixty one dollars right now, all colorways. So I went over there five minutes after seeing the tweet, and everything was sold out already. I'm like, jeez, dude. Wow. It's good to they're see. They're not man. that nice though. The, well, the that's Dame probably why they're that nice. that's probably why they're selling them for sixty one bucks. Yeah. yeah. So they're trying to get rid of him. Be like, yeah, let's go with the next shoe. Let's go with the Dame 7s. 
What are we thinking? Uh, Lakers. Between the Lakers and uh, Blazers. Now I'm going Blazers and six. Blazers and six. You heard it here, guys. You heard it here first. Captain ACAP. <laughs> Blazers and six. Blazers and six. I hope so. I mean, they can't guard Dame. But they also no can't. Can they guard can't guard. Dame. No one can guard Dame. Yeah. Wow. There's guys like, who are just incredible. Dude, don't. You're going to put balding Alex Caruso on Dame. Don't make me laugh, dude. That's a bad move. How many points did he have in the boy? first game? Uh, what do you have? Thirty something. It was yeah, it was in the thirties. Thirty. Thirty-five. Caruso had two, a whopping two points. Whoa! But uh, thirty-five <laughs> killed it in the fourth guy. quarter. Mellow. Get this guy a shoe. Got to send Caruso back to Miami. <laughs> if the Blazers had Ariza right now, <laughs> the Blazers' best defenders not even playing. Like I'm, I'm still waiting for that tweet that it's like from NBA. Trevor Ariza has checked into the NBA bubble. We're <laughs> gonna quarantine him for about five days. I'm like, dude. Five days. Hey, in NBA, no corona, no positive corona tests in the last five weeks. Awesome. Good job, guys. So why the fuck isn't their college football going? I, I, I last time I had Paul in studio, and I told Paul this was months. I kind of when Corona first started. And I was like, dude, I don't think there's gonna be college football. And there is college football starting in the spring. Is that what's happening? Well, and there's like two leagues playing? No, that's the Big 12 and the Pac-12 because clearly it's all liberal out here. So Pac-12 definitely is not going to play. But Pac-12 follows like liberal. everything that the Big 10 plays. <laughs> but then you got the SEC. Oh, yeah, dude. Pac-12 was all Cali. Cali, Arizona, yeah. and Oregon. The, yeah, Nevada. Yeah. The SEC and the ACC and the Big 12, Oklahoma, Texas, those schools— Alabama, those they like, don't care. They, 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 Alabama, they want SEC, the money. They're playing football. Yeah, they're gonna dude. lose. I see the SEC going through. It's a billion dollar. If, a billion dollar industry. It's a lifestyle, man. If those, yeah, but also if the football projects don't play or the programs don't play, then they have to get rid of so much other of those uh, color sports that make zero money. Clubs and shit. <laughs> We're talking clubs, like, archery. Dude, the football uh, schools fund so much. Yeah. So much. We were talking about this, I think. Was it last episode? Yeah, yeah, a couple episodes ago. Maybe a couple episodes ago, but yeah, there's just so much money tied up in football with those big state schools that they can't afford to not have some semblance of a season. So they have to do something. And yeah, Ohio's, you know, if a couple of kids get sick, then it's probably not a big deal. Dude, if a couple of kids get <laughs> you know? sick, they're probably going to shut the whole thing down. Ohio State's quarterback was like, how, how is it safer to go to class, but then we can't play football? I'm, I'm pretty sure they got to be worried more about STDs than no coronavirus. No one cares about STDs exactly. in college. <laughs> exactly. You know that syllabus week is all, molly, molly, molly. Syllabus week is the best week of all of college. You just, you show up, you move your shit in, you hurry up, move your shit in, you start banging, dude. <laughs> Hey, but you, hey, wear your mask when you're fucking. Yeah, wear your mask. I'm protecting you. <laughs> and and no rimming, no, no and no rim jobs. You gotta <laughs> you gotta cut out a hole for the tongue. <laughs> I, uh, no, but like that story behind that point. Yeah, absolutely, okay. off the air, off, off the air. air. Okay. Uh, for so those, for those get, of the Patreon, I, I was about to ask. Yeah, uh, for those of the Patreon, that will be revealed there. Oh. <laughs> no, but how can you? How can you have football players 
come and play, but then not have students or what was they're gonna have students in classrooms. Essentially, Ohio State's quarterback, Justin Fields, was like, How he's like, I would feel safer if I was with my teammates because you know that the team, if they're playing sport, they're gonna be tested every single day. That's what like NBA, UFC, yeah. they get tested every single day. Get that, that big old Q tip up there. But at what point, schnoz. if you have just the football team playing and no no class, are you considered an employee at that point? Weren't they talking about starting paying? Yeah, and weren't they talking about that? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Weren't that wasn't the NCAA NCAA's mafia? They were talking about that they were going to start paying the kids in twenty twenty one. Do you uh, see anything about that? Well, not lately, but uh, yeah, I heard about that. I mean, just I. I I think it's going to be more starting in the Big 12, I believe. I think it was Northwestern or something like that. Wanted to start, try and take some kids from Ohio State away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ohio State's like a, a juggernaut up Northwestern's there. Northwestern's a bunch of nerds anyways, dude. I think it's any, any, any edge they can do. A bunch, <laughs> yeah. of, bunch of lawyers up there getting past NCAA legalities. That's right. So <laughs> I know, I mean, dude, they put – uh, those college players got to get paid because they put – so much wear and tear on their bodies for those four years. Like, I think there were studies back in the day where they'll lose like a year on their life or two years off their life just by putting those four years of college football in there. That's it. How, how hard it is. <laughs> God, that's that's it. It. I would say it's probably more, more than a year. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I bet on average, I guess, if you average it out, yeah, you're with getting all the college guys players. who are really getting hit a lot versus yeah. the, and then the people the roadies, who are the getting, bench warmers, uh, CTSE, right? Or, is that the CTE? CTE, yeah, CTE. Apology. Um, Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. That, oh god, that was too soon. Did you watch that documentary? Too soon. Too soon. So good. Too soon. Too soon. He was crazy. It's not too soon. Fuck that guy. He killed a guy. Aaron Hernandez yeah, he killed <laughs> a couple guys. Yeah, he dude. killed multiple people. <laughs> He's crazy. Yeah. He was whacked out. It was so good at sports. So what happens? Though. Bill Belichick does to you, man. He gets you crazy. All wound up. <laughs> yeah, he made Gronk retire. Then Gronk's like, "Oh, Brady's gone. <laughs> I don't have to play for Bill anymore." Man, I am pumped. We don't even know when NFL is starting, and uh, we were gonna do um, year two of the Roadhouse podcast fantasy football, but um, I don't know. That's still in the works because this was this has been such a weird uh, year for sports. Of like, I don't really know what the hell is going on. Yeah, I wonder. So, I wonder what cricket's doing. I, I bet cricket's fine. Cricket, <laughs> curling. They're all. They're curling all, is probably actually sweep. Yeah. Sweep, <laughs> sweep a bitch. Sweep a bitch. <laughs> I think curling should be fine. They don't. They're not really in contact with other players, right? Because they're just like they're. It's, it's all well, one, one person, guy, right? and, and then you got the two, and then you got the sweeper. Well, two sweepers. If you have sweepers, got to wear a mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. no rib jobs. I'm here to protect you. I saw, I saw a really funny meme today that <laughs> for all, for the maskers might be a little bit insensitive, but the meme was like, Spurs, instead of uh, wear your mask to protect me, but like, do you want me to jog so you can lose weight? <laughs> so it, was something along those, it was something along those lines. Uh, I thought it was super funny. Like I, memes, I, memes I, sent by did, grandma. I, I've thoroughly enjoyed all the memes and stuff that have came out during this time. I'm ready to go, bro. Memes are hot. The Karens too. Oh, the Karen memes. Arrest Karen memes. all the Karens, dude. Crap. <laughs> we all know, like, 
Did you ever know any Karens growing up? You know, a bunch of neighborhood kids playing out, and then like one of the Karen neighbor moms comes out, so I was yelling at all the kids for no reason. I've been I've been blessed in my life. You never ran into any Karens? Uh, not in like the neighborhood situation, but I think we all run into Karens here and there. Have I had to deal with any Karen? Not personally, but I don't know. What about you? Every Russian mom out there, I don't know. <laughs> Every always Russian yelling. mom. Dude. It's always yelling about something. I, I not picking, not picking enough crates. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, back berries? As a kid, yeah, berries <laughs> back in the day. I would pick like twenty crates. <laughs> the Russian a day. berry mafia. <laughs> yeah. That was our life. You are not picking enough. Dude, you're like 12, you're like 10. Quota eight, is eight to 10 down. years old. Quota is down. This is your, <laughs> this is how you pay for your school clothes. <laughs> school clothes. Yeah. Dude, your mom wouldn't buy you school clothes. You had to go earn it. You, you want the bike? You want the bike this summer. No training wheels. 5,000 crates. 15 crates. <laughs> That's it? I don't know. For a bike? But dude, sometimes yeah. grandpa a would. Day, a day. Sometimes. Oh, a, like, day. a day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Each day you want that bike, you have to pay 15 crates. Yeah, first you get one handlebar, then you get, you know, one tire. <laughs> Here's another 15 crates. Yeah. <laughs> the most crates Damn. I ever picked, I picked 30 crates in one day. And after that, I was like, I got the 30. That's my PR. I will do a 20 crate. Solid 20. One, one, every day like, after I hit 30 or before I hit 30, after that, it was just, once I hit 20, my day is done. Sorry, Baba, Dela, I'm done. 20 grades, I want to go in. <laughs> but, like, yeah, we were young. That's how we grew up on the farm from, like, eight years old. Picking berries all day. You come in for lunch. Picking you go berries. back out, and then you maybe come back inside the house around 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock. You help load up the crates and shit, the truck. Wow. Yeah. It was nice once my grandparents sold their farm. Because you didn't have to go out there. No, then you, you actually had a summer. Anywhere. Yeah, then you had a summer. <laughs> that's unless, unless you yeah, went to Alaska. <laughs> if you go into Alaska, your whole summer is shot. Working. Well, that's why I always go back early. Yeah. If, and that's why you go to the bay. Because you go to fishing some of these other places, like uh, ACAT mentioned earlier, uh, Cook Inlet or Cordova. You're out there for like three, four months, dude. Yeah, some of these, or some guys only come back like in September, I, like end of September, when guys is it? will come back. The 19th. So some guys I've known that came back like around only about a week ago. I'm like, man, I can't miss that much of summer. No, Plus, dude. Can't do it. That's just too it's been much. a weird summer. It, what's the trade-off, though? The trade-off is... Money. Cash. More money. <laughs> money. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's it. But... Home pack. Do you ever think about... Uh, how much more money? though? you ever think about setting up a contract with like a restaurant? Yeah, I got two questions. Which one? Yeah, how much money? Well, I mean, it depends. I, I've heard of some guys do about, in the two, three weeks out there, 30, 40,000 pounds, possibly, you know? So, I've left yeah. on, I've left perfect days where the next week they caught maybe 500 pounds, you know? So, and for out there being a whole week for only 500 pounds, you're losing money because you got to pay for fuel, you got to pay for food. Yeah. So, I mean... It's it's all the risk reward and how much you want to stay out there. And, right. Yeah. So you might make way more money. You might lose some money in the end. And not not so much as a captain, but like as a deckhand. Like what what do you, what would you expect to to walk away with? Shit. Like a range, <laughs> I guess, because you know, really depends. on Well, the like thing. something like this year up in like it's geez, six to fifteen somewhere in that range six as a deckhand. Yeah. For 
Deccan this year, the last year's Deccans were around like 15 to 25 to Ooh. 30. Yes, somewhere in that range. Yeah, that's what happens when you lose what, what's 70 your, cents What's your overhead every year? Like, how much are you spending? What do your taxes there? look like? One, <laughs> can I see your tax return, sir? Uh, I figured $20,000 is my break-even point. Okay. By the time I pay for food, airline tickets, getting the boat ready, just everything, fuel, $20,000. Everything right. after $20,000, I'll start pocketing some, some money. How long do you plan on fishing? Uh, how long am I planning to live? All right. It's a little getaway, you know? Yeah. That's why I say I only go there for five, five, five and a half, six weeks. Yeah. If, I was, sure. going, if I was going there for three, four months, nah. I can't do it. Nah. Yeah. Sell it. Sell, sell it. Sell it. Sell. So, so your boat that you have right now, yeah. the, uh, the the Barracuda, yeah. right? This is an it, older it's boat. It's like Barracuda. A beer, kid. That, that not what I just said. If, I didn't <laughs> know if you got the if you got it earlier. I think I got. It. Uh, but the Barracuda, you've it's it's is it it's an older boat? You mentioned older fiberglass, right? yeah, yeah, fiberglass. Um, nineteen eighty seven. Okay, eighty seven. All right, yeah. still kicking. So it's got like a it's got a CRTV in there, right? Like one of those old tubes in there, where you have a flat screen. <laughs> like what what what's the media center oh. look like? We got a TV right there in the kitchen. Yeah. Which is also the captain's chair, <laughs> which is also okay. Okay. a little so nap area. Got it. All right. <laughs> so it's all like one place. And then the very bow of the boat, we got all four bunks. So I awesome. mean, everything is just packed in one little area. area. Yeah. yeah. I, got the, I got the nice fold down thing. When we're fishing, we put the TV up. Oh, oh I, cool. I updated it. I nice. threw, I've thrown over $100,000 into that boat. Wow, wow, wow. In the last... Seven years, six, seven years. Every God, every many, every how year. Many, uh, how many TVs have you got? I'm probably on. <laughs> We've legit I'm probably on, TVs on that boat. <laughs> I'm probably on TV number six or seven right now, and I've had the boat for ten years. So, dude, it's a little, and that's not it, because of rough seas. That's because of stupid idiots. Yeah, <laughs> including, yeah. including myself. Us, you dock, us being stupid do you, idiots. Do you dock their paycheck for that? It's like, well, you well, fucked up. Well, not if the captain does it. <laughs> not if I did it. I don't take it out of my own picture. Uh, dude, I have a okay. picture. I don't know if it's my old phone or this Check phone. Check this out. But, dude, there there was one day where I don't think, I think me and A-Cat were in our boxers the whole day. Just got drunk. We woke up. This is a Saturday? It was a three-dayer. It was oh, a three-dayer. It was a, yeah. a two-day party because I think we came in on like a Friday or something. Yeah, and Saturday and was a holiday. Friday and Saturday, so we party both days. Fucking Russians, And, man. dude, we had like... Yeah, like I said, like a cat blew up the fire extinguisher on his own boat. No, I, no that was some other. It was not you. But no, that it was not me. You, it got you, and you were knocked out. <laughs> you were I couldn't like, breathe. You laid on breathe. the ground, dude. Oh, there's just a bunch of guys, a bunch of punks in there. Like uh, his deckhand thought that his deckhand is my cousin, very <laughs> closely related. Uh, everyone, his deckhand thought that he could he could take me, and I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I think I could take you, and then I just I just. Picked him up real quick, gave a nice introduction to uh, the floor in the boat, mm -hmm. just introduced him to the Barracuda if he wasn't formally introduced Have already. You guys met before? And I just cho just choked him the fuck out. He's like, oh, sorry. I'm like, what did you, how did you, how did you expect this interaction to happen? I love this kid. But he's like, it was one of the situations where like the young, the young alpha male wolf was like coming up and wanted to test the like the long standing wolf. 
And I just the, long, the long standing little, wolf. Yeah, still a little too young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he went got it. Yeah, he's too skinny. Got he's it. too small. <laughs> but yeah, we were like, he, he tested dude, the how how Jimmy G bag. how Jimmy G looks on a cat shirt right now. That's what we were wearing on the boat all day, and we were like. Playing football, like he was like, my hands were all up in his gooch. Like we were snapping to each other, trying to run routes in the, the cabin Oregon, that's like ten feet. <laughs> we're doing the run option. We're doing the yeah. run, read or, option. Read, read option. option. The <laughs> trying to fake out the option. linebackers in the DN. Fifty two's the mic. <laughs> Shit show, but that's that's some of the best times. You go out there and yeah, probably won't ever happen again since no. getting older. Definitely not. <laughs> Did you well, bring? Did sure. you bring your wife out at all this year? No, she definitely hasn't not. Experienced any no. fishing? Last yet? year, last year would have been actually really good because did some good poundages and then did some good pounding. <laughs> so did some good uh, and and some just good weather too. There was some really good days. Yeah, that's yeah. Like the last time I was out there, it was like good weather was far and few in between. It was shit raining sideways. Most yeah, dude. There's sometimes like there's been so many times when you just get. Abrupt, fucking. You just get abruptly. I would have won like hundred bucks right here. You just get abruptly woken up from your sleep because some a problem occurs. Like everyone's sleeping, then all of a sudden, like the captain goes and checks what's going on outside. Like thinking about that, you're floating in the ocean, and then you're kind of blind because everyone's sleeping, and then you wake up to go check on something. The captains usually have like alarms, a bunch of multiple alarms on their phones to go check out. Right. And you'll be like floating right into a big ass processor that's out in the water and you're like shit guys got get you. up <laughs> dude we gotta pick our gear out. we gotta <laughs> pick our gear a processor what, what? processor's like pretty much a cannery on the water yeah, it's around like three four hundred feet long wow. i mean hotel massive on, oh, yeah hotels on water they have so, like uh, helicopter pads on them and cool. shit it's so it, like night fishing you're not gonna keep on running your net some people do those super super hardcore ones the the, the ones that are on the meth but then you, you'll go through, say, if there's like a 48-hour opener. You got to fish for 40 straight, 48 straight hours. You don't have to, but you're not going to miss fishing time. You're going to set out your gear. You're going to go take a two, a three-hour nap. There you go. You got all the riptides. All the nets started getting into each other. And then it's like, ah, oh, crap. I woke up one time. It was me and my late buddy, Wally. Uh, we're fishing. Recipes, Wally. Yeah, recipes, Love that man. And then I wake up, and I'm like... Yo, wake up. There's literally a boat right next to us. And he's thinking there's like a li- boat. Like like we're getting closer together like a couple hundred feet. No. I don't know how it happened. He had his net out. I had my net out. And our backs were about six feet away from each other. I wow. don't know how it happened. It was incredible. That's crazy. <laughs> because like he got nothing stuck. Nothing tangled in, up? Nothing tangled up. I think he was on his bow. And I was on my stern, and he kind of rolled into my net. That's the fucking line of Sparta right there, dude. It Ain't just, no he, fish getting past these two boats. <laughs> two nets, right? two nets. And so I, he didn't drift over my net. He goes, unhooks, goes to the other side, pulls. I pull my side for you know a good 20 minutes, get away from each other, and then go pick it and reset. Wow. I, that was crazy. Six feet away from each other. I could have jumped onto his boat. if Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Yeah, Winnie, if you ever want to go... Test your hand at some fishing. I don't think I'd be a good. I mean, I probably would be a good deckhand, but you get fat out there. You get fat. You get fat in Alaska because you sit there. Can't run. Nothing to do. Like some boats, you got some dumbbells on there. I did push-ups and sit-ups out there, but there's nowhere (laughs) to run. You just eat junk food. A lot of a lot of snacking. A lot of bread. A lot of carbs, dude. Bread. Bread and beer. But 
A lot of fresh salmon too, though. A lot of fresh salmon. Like, that's always nice. The the fish that you're eating out there, that's like a hundred dollar meal in a restaurant with that that same fish. But it's we're just taking, right? taking the yeah. caviar out, the roe out there, making yeah. a oh, dude. There's a. What do you think about? Because I'm not a. I'm a pretty big fan of the salmon caviar, but it has to be when I'm in Alaska and fresh. Like it, something happens when it gets shipped over to Oregon, it tastes way different. I mean, that's a given because you're eating it fresh out of yeah. the fish, but then when it ships. But I don't really like uh, salmon, salmon eggs out here when it gets Wait, when are it you gets here. At a sushi restaurant? Where I, you get? Where are you getting it from? Um, just. Well, we uh, making it. we'll catch fish in Alaska. We'll cut open the fish right away. Take out the roe, freeze it, prep it. Right, you got to prep it because they have like worms and shit. So you got to oh, like, yeah. there's a whole process to getting it edible. Yeah, like, really, you can't Wash just it, open the fish it. and they yeah. just start eating. Like, there's a process. You got to take it out. It's got all that like weird baby film on it. You know. Yeah. yeah. Wash it <laughs> out. Wash it out. And- I've heard. Yeah. So, so there, there must be like, um, is there any? Attrition from like your total stock from like worms and stuff, and, like parasites, like with, because I I've seen it before. Like people cutting open the the fish and then you can see the worms. Halibut, halibut, halibut has yeah, a shitload of worms in it. There's not too much in salmon. Yeah, um, it does occur though, right? A little bit. No, yeah. we're, I haven't seen too much. Okay. Yeah, However. But I think it's like more like the like the the big meat eaters, like the bottom fish, the bottom fish. Yeah. yeah. The ones you don't, yeah. And then you definitely want to, if you're going to try and go on the rare side of eating them, you definitely want to freeze them for like a week. Freeze them for a week? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to do like the, the like a su- You know, like... I don't even think you'd want to do it with that. Really? Well, let's see. What, sushi grade, what, fish is like minus 32, frozen for 36 hours or something like that? Yeah, I guess you you probably bet, know better than I do. Yeah, you something like that. Know. And so... So it is frozen. Yeah, to some degree. They they always freeze. You, there's no such thing yeah. as actually fresh fresh, fresh salmon. You, you're, you're, right. you're gonna die. <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> yeah, die. <laughs> you're not a bear. <laughs> and same thing. Wow. Same thing with even with tuna. With tuna, you have to always uh, freeze it for a while before searing it. So even tuna, all that stuff. Yeah. That you could eat pretty raw. Hey, how was that last uh, tuna trip that you just went on recently? Which one? Yeah, it was your brother. No, we went. Said, we just went uh, sea bass. Oh, just sea bass fishing. Kick his ass, sea bass. Oh, yeah, I guess that <laughs> from this guy. He's like, hey, cats. Like, I don't even wake up this early to go fishing in Alaska. And then it was like two o'clock in the morning. He, yeah, he sends me a snap at eleven a.m. My brother said this was the best day, hottest day for sea bass. We're already show. <laughs> we're already going home at eleven. A.m. What happened? Yeah, what? we we catch anything besides a drunk, or did you guys even drink? No. You have a little bit. Dude, you, you need know, that whiskey. You know what your, you know what your brother yeah. told me at the wedding? Uh, we won't mention his name for his own sake. But uh, <laughs> your landlord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for my sake, <laughs> we're sitting there at the wedding, and we're all. Uh, I can't remember. I think my who was. I think my mother-in-law was next to me, and then uh, your brother was next to me also. And he was sitting there. He's like, we're talking about working out. He's like, yeah, I do about 150 push-ups every day. I feel good. I'm like, classic. Classic Troy Paul Amalu right here, <laughs> dude. Oh, dear Lord. Man. Who, who do you think has a bigger ego? You or, oh, or this, oh, his brother? My bro- brother, for sure. Oh, yeah. Brother, for sure. It's uh, not even close. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude, these guys look so similar. I think you guys are the most... 
you, you guys are the two brothers. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Well, edit that out. Edit that, edit out. that out. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the. You guys look so similar, and both you guys like have a stepbrothers relationship. Like <laughs> we, we, we try to hug, try like, to hug each other, hug. Like punch <laughs> each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's your guys' relationship, yeah. and I love it. It's awesome. Oh, I mean, he like <laughs> it was always. It's fun to go on that trip and everything. Because we have a couple other guys fishing with us, and I'm talking about Alaska, and he also brings up Alaska, but he, I think he fished Cook Inlet, and I'm like, you don't know what the bay's about. <laughs> I mean, honestly, oh, is that trigger? Honestly, is that a trigger? <laughs> it's a trigger. It's a trigger. Honestly, in like two or three hours, we can catch more than they can all season. Yeah, well, true that. It's crazy. <laughs> no, honestly, uh, like, what's your guys' age age gap? I don't know. He's a grandpa, so. <laughs> Probably okay. He's a new. 18, he's a new grandpa. I was Sixteen to eighteen years old, somewhere in that range. Man, I can't imagine like imagine you get triggered up by your your baby brother. <laughs> you need him to come out and go fish with me one of these years too. Yeah, just once I get come a for boat. a week. New boat for sure. Just why don't you get, just get it funded by him? <laughs> I need a sponsor. Your dude needs a sponsor. I don't know. If <laughs> million dollar boat. I don't know if somebody's gonna sponsor that. Could be that. cool. I mean, if uh, if the TV show followed, I think that'd be cool. People would sponsor. Put like things at the back of the boat. You know, if the film crew is following a boat. Yeah, usually know? they'll have like uh, there. There will be like a a filmer on the boat, but then they they put a. Cameras, um, cameras, cameras in the mask right, and stuff right. like that. A filmer. Uh, oh, you mean like a camera guy? Yeah, camera okay. guy. Like, yeah, I don't so, know how much I would like to have a camera guy in the boat. He'd get in the way a lot. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> it's a small get boat. Out of the he's got to cook, right? He's, he's, he's unless he's clean. terrible. Clean. He's got to yeah. clean. He's got to clean. Because he's not picking no fish. Like, he's got to do something. Yeah. Hey, Discovery Channel guy, you got to do something. Well, those guys, those guys, from what I last heard, from what Casey told me, so the captain, McManus, Cornelia Marie, oh, captain of Cornelia okay. Marie Casey. So the captains make a hundred grand a season. Mm-hmm. The deckhands were making twenty grand a season. So those deckhands work a lot harder than. What do you who do you think the the tender deckhands work harder than the gillnet gillnetters? It depends. Because people it, are kind of <laughs> delivering all day. If it's twenty four hour fishing, it's harder for the tenders because they're getting deliveries constantly. Throughout the whole day, they got to wake up from a five-minute nap and all that stuff. But, so I saw some of those guys were like hundred dollars a day on the tender. Some of the deckhands. I'm like, what are you getting paid over here? They're like hundred dollars a day. Yeah, get a better contract. Yeah, that's on them. Sell yourself better. <laughs> it's on them, dude. That's like uh, this climate. What do you What do you think? We're gonna wrap this up soon. About five minutes. What do you think about people like? Everyone in this, this current climate society that we're in, everyone wants shit given to them. Like, no one, everyone's like, we need to present a fair opportunity to everybody. But when you think about opportunity, like, if you gave every single person the same opportunity, like, a solid 35% of those people wouldn't know what the fuck opportunity was if it slapped them in the face. Okay. Mm. If you give everybody a million dollars, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We've seen how that hold on, works. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Socialism, I get it. If you give everybody a million dollars, only about 25 to 30% are going to make something out of it. The other people are just going to spend it and go right back into bankruptcy. A lottery ticket. And then go right back into bankruptcy. So, yeah, I mean, 
they're, How many of those people that win the lottery and then just fucking lose it all the next put it right. two years? Probably 80%. Yeah. Yeah, man. You can't just give like, uh, like imagine giving up someone that's been like in poverty their whole life, and then you give them like three hundred million or addicted. We we get some rum, we get some crystal, (laughs) (laughs) we paying off some AT and T bills. Yeah, maybe. Fuck you, Sprint. I'm rich. Pay it off later. Pay it off. I just bought this cigarette straight. I would like to buy AT and (laughs) T. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Well, A Cap, Captain A Cat of the Beer Cuda. Um, I appreciate you for coming on. Winnie D's, I appreciate you for coming in, getting stuck in that traffic. Coming in real hot. Coming there. in real hot with the maybe <laughs> maybe go chambong one more time before we get out of here. I think so. Possibly. But um yeah, guys. <laughs> we got two. I'm the only unmarried person in this. I know, dude. Oh god. Put a ring on. And I'm without child. I, I got I got married late. I got married real late, 33. 33. Yeah. How old are you now? 35. You don't look a day over 28. My wife said that I, I got engaged at <laughs> 24, 25, and then... Your first um, engagement? First I'm joking, engagement. joking, 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 joking. Yeah. I'm joking, I'm joking. I don't have engagement. It was <laughs> close. It was close. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Vegas, crazy. My wife was like, if you're 26, we're not getting married. I was I was 26 when I got married. Yeah. Well, they, they do it young. But right? dude... I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, turn that down for anything because I lived such a wild life until I met my fiance, and then You'd after after I got married, I I fucking changed everything up. <laughs> like it's, you got, it grows you up fast. Up. It grows you up fast. Like I'm not in uh, real support of like the kids who get married like 18. If that's what you want to do, by all means, like that, just because you want to do it doesn't mean that I'm gonna support it. Like I, right. I'd be like I'm happy for you guys, but also like dude, There's go, this thing go called live your life. Yeah, rumspringer. Rumspringer. <laughs> Make sure you're ready to go. And uh, that's that, that's your guys' wisdom of the day. So, <laughs> old man wisdom. Yeah, old man wisdom. Thirty-five year old wisdom. What is that? You you and LeBron are the same age, bro. Is that true? Yeah. He's a little older yeah. than me. LeBron's 35. I got more hair. <laughs> and more rings. Way more hair. I got more, more, more city league rings than he does. Oh. And risky rings. So, LeBron, you got to catch up. And you ain't winning one this year. So, <laughs> come at me, bro. Fuck, fuck you, <laughs> That's LeBron. a direct endorsement yeah. of the Portland Trailblazers. Yeah. We're not LBJ fans around here, dog. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening to the Roadhouse Podcast, most natural and unapologetic podcast in the world. Hit that subscribe button. Follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all the Roadhouse Pod. Follow ACAT Terrain. You got you got anything? You got anything you want yeah, to plug? plug? Any Snapchat? Instagram, you want to send a dick pic face- or anything? Well, Instagram, Instagram, Facebook. Instagram, Facebook. I got yeah. ACAT Construction LLC. Check them out. I got projects on there. If you guys want some. Yeah, guys. If you have you a new project, fences? some real estate going, you guys need some foundation dug out. You need a fucking rock wall built. You need to build a wall. The most best wall ever. Eight feet. <laughs> Call A Cat Construction. A C A T A K A T A Cat Construction. Um, yeah, guys, hit that subscribe button. Thanks for listening. Winnie D's, you got anything to add? Been a pleasure talking to the captain. The captain. Yeah, Captain A Cap. Captain. Captain who? Captain A Cap. Who? Captain A. Read a fucking book. Read a fucking book. Wolf of Wall Street. I'm looking at. I'm looking at Wolf of Wall Street right now. This is our idol, dude. Me and this guy would get. Blacked out of vodka. They had a secret liquor cabinet that we knew how to get into. 
at his house. Yeah, it's, and oh, it's called okay. opening it. Yeah, opening it. And we would just watch Wolf of Wall Street get blacked out and rehearse lines from it. <laughs> like, I am so well versed in that movie. Oh, dear it's Lord. It's a joke. Yeah. The only thing I haven't done with that movie is bang Margot Robbie. That's for another day. You're married. Roadhouse signing. If Margot Robbie comes in, we can make some arrangements here. Come on. <laughs> hey, with that, hey, peace, with out, that peace out, fuckers. Later, little fuckers. fuckers. Later.